Ladies and gentlemen, Valley Girls and Matchstick Men, Peggy Sue's and Wicker Men, welcome to Nick Cage University. At NCU, we pride ourselves on knowing all we can about national treasure Nicholas Kim Coppola, better known as Academy Award winner Nick Cage. Join Rodney, Jason, and Sean, better known as the Film School Janitors, as they embark on their next kick-ass journey of studying all, and I mean all, of his films. Get trapped in paradise, or be gone in 60 seconds. If you're wild at heart, it can happen to you. Experience fast times at Nick Cage University. All right, so we are back in school. Um, we are doing our twelfth uh, film, Family Man, and according to the it's DVD not starring co- Peter Griffin, <laughs> yeah, not Family Guy. According to the DVD cover, Rodney, what does it say? This movie is <laughs> this movie is fucking hilarious. It's the only word on the front of the DVD cover mm-hmm. besides the title and and the name of the two co-stars, Tia Leone and Nicolas Cage. It says hilarious in quotations above from, widescreen. It's the old is from, it Pete Hammond? Uh, is it Pete Hammond? I bet it's Pete Hammond. UPN TV. Oh, UPN. Is that UPN? Is that's the old what Paramount Network was? So Paramount said this fucking movie's hilarious. That's how old that DVD is. So I want to know who these people are. I thought this. I don't know if I'd call it hilarious. It's not even funny. (laughs) I think I think this movie was marked hilarious at the same time that rock and roll groups were getting Grammys. Non-rock and roll groups were getting yeah. Grammy oh, for rock and roll albums. It's, it's like one of those things when you call a big guy tiny, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it, that's what oh, it yeah, is. It's ironic. Yes. yes, there you go. But yeah, the uh, but it's just hilarious. There's no, did I you know, laugh at this movie at all? I don't think so. I didn't find much of it like as a yeah. I missed some really? fucking jokes then. So yeah, Jay, what's the basic premise of this story? Why does he always pick on me? <laughs> um, th- this is uh, basically just uh, I-, I guess like. Trying to live your fullest life, and I don't know. He thinks he's happy, but he's kind of like not happy. Grass is always greener, sort of lesson. Well, you know, like like it, it's always greener where you water it. Well, I was telling Jay, point. so I I usually watch this movie it's, every year, but I watched it this year, and I've always my memory always says he's a bad guy. It's a Christmas. He's movie. not a bad guy at all in this movie. There's a factor where he makes his staff stay for Christmas Eve and come in for Christmas. Right. Mm-hmm. But they're all going to get 10 figures a piece if they do this. Yeah. And every but, day could be Christmas after this. So you understand yeah. his logic, but you, right? But you're, also, but you're also in, yeah, but I mean, those are all the people that agree to it. Like, you don't get into this business if you're a, yeah. well, in that type of thing, like, you don't get into that type of business if you're the kind of person that wants to be at home with your family, right? I mean, it's like, you got to be a when cut, yeah. you got to be a cutthroat person going after the deal like it it's all part of what you do i mean it's, it's what basically ruined the, <laughs> no it's basically <laughs> what ruined the work days everybody went hey like, let's if we made an agreement he said okay everybody work from nine to five the whole everybody and we'll take a two-hour siesta in the middle of the day and everybody went okay i yeah, will do that then if somebody goes oh, wait if i don't wait. siesta for two hours and i only do it for one well, hour i can get more work done and make more money and then somebody else goes oh no i don't need to see you know and then boom no, it, actually I more what i was thinking double is, time and a half at work i i have an option of going to I had an option of going to work on Thanksgiving. I did it because there's double time and a half. Yeah. Well, you go for the money. So you know what I'm saying though, and mm-hmm. I worked on Thanksgiving. The, that's his, yeah. well, but I that's like, but that's like saying like that's like saying you're going to join the military so they can pay for your college, but then they go to the art. Then there's like, oh, we're going to war, so we're going to deploy you, and you're just like, whoa, 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 I didn't join for that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you get what I'm kind of saying? Yeah. Like, but when he says you're each going to have ten figures extra in your account, and every day will be Christmas after this, 
I don't know too many people that's going to say no to that. Mm-hmm. But the Dude, one guy that goes, oh, I really want to spend time with my family. In reality. Bitch, shut the fuck up yeah, at the family. table, you weak yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. He just told you 10 figures. You're going to bitch and moan about time I with mean, your family? No, they, they would have all. Get the fuck out the In room. reality, all those people would have been pissed that he was late. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. what the fuck, man? We're we're missing yeah, out on ten figures, me, possibly. And he was like, "Every day is gonna be Christmas after this. You're gonna get ten <laughs> figures. Fuck, you don't need to talk to me anymore. Let's do it, right? Like we're here, let's so do we're, miss, this. we're missing the beginning of the film. Basically, Sorry. it's okay. But I just, but that's the only part in this movie that made me like slightly. If you were to drift towards the bad guy, in well, this movie. I, I I think too. Well, they do a lot of like, yeah, well, because they gotta have him show him. Be harsher. So the very beginning is it takes place thirteen years. When's he committed a relationship? Hey, can I see you later? He's not a womanizer at this point. What? No, that wasn't no, the beginning. The so beginning was him and uh, Taylioni in nineteen eighty-seven, which is only thirteen years before the movie comes out, which seems Oops, so long ago. I you really think like the year her chemistry. I like her. I didn't. I thought her acting wasn't great in the beginning because they're supposed to be like this sweet couple in love. He's like, I'm only going away for a year to do this financial internship. We'll be back. You know, I'll see you. And she's like, No, please don't go. Please don't go. And he goes anyway, and she's she, heartbroken. She and seemed more in love with him than he was with her. And it was, yeah, thing. and it was sort of like, it was very treacly. Like, it was meant to be, like, we're supposed it's to feel treacly this, a word? Treacly is, like, too sweet. Like, it was meant to feel like, oh, oh he's I really break, learned. He's sh- breaking her heart. But she, we don't know them from anything, so it just seems, like, very, like, unearnest because she's trying too hard to sell that. It's just like. So I just saw. I don't like that beginning. I, watched my, I just watched myself through Friends. And I think Friends had a lot of airport moments mm-hmm. where you didn't want that person to leave well, and come trope. back. Yeah, an old trope we but can't Friends do anymore. Did it, Friends did it like three times. Uh, probably more than that. And How I Met Your Mother and right. all those shows. So when this does that airport trope, you're like, oh. I, f- I feel like they should have probably. And it's not the first yeah. time it was done, no. but it feels like, oh, geez, it was old by the time you did this and yeah. this is an old movie. Yes. But yeah, so he basically doesn't, he goes and then we see him flash forward to 2000. That's where he's doing the business deal. He's sleeping with a random woman and. He's, you know, he's. She's not so random. He's though. trying. But he to, tells her to come back. He's gonna meet her later. Or she's married, wasn't she, or something? There was something about no, him. No, that was that was his alternate life when he uh, later on when he was oh, changed. Okay. It was just a woman that he woke up. Like you just see him, he's waking up out of bed. This woman gets out, gets all dressed back up, and leaves. Kind of thing. They have a quick little like, oh, can I, can I see you later or whatever. You find out later that they're just having like a nice little fling, fling more or less. Like what hap- what happy he was having with Aunt May, but Aunt May didn't know. Or Amy, he didn't no, understand. Well, going Aunt back May to that, called it a fling. He didn't. She called it a fling, fling because she was just trying to be nice about the breakup ah. because he was too. Uh, he didn't. The boundary things we, <laughs> we kind of talked about. It. Like he, he, she's told Tom Holland's Pete, uh, Peter, <laughs> Spider Man that uh, it's all about boundaries. He didn't know his boundaries, kind of thing. That's why they were doing that okay. sort of thing. So but, yeah, but basically, they have to sell was. real. Yeah, they have to sell real quick that he had this potential of a life that we got a very, very slight taste of. And then we mm-hmm. we see where he's at, and he's like Rodney. You kind of perceived him as an asshole, but he's doing assholey things. But he can't do two assholey things because he's our main character. We're supposed to like him, right? Yeah. So then we see him now in this grocery store. Three Marvel actors in there. I don't think he was doing anything. Three asshole-y. Marvel characters. What what three Marvel characters were in uh, that war, robbery? Scene? War Machine. Yep. Don Cheadle, uh, Rhodey. What was the other one? Um. Wait. In, in the um, in the in the robbery scene when he goes because he stays late and then he goes down to get some coffee or something from the party store or no, get liquor from the party store. Oh, and that was the robbery. Um, so you one, actually one thing you didn't see. Uh, Ant Man was on the shelf. Or <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see is Tom Holland. Not Tom Holland. Uh, uh Venom. Because he goes to that store all that, the time. That, that's the store he goes to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll eat you, woman. Robbery. I will eat so, you. He so obvious, well, the other one's Nick Cage. Obviously, he's Ghost Rider. But the, the third one. Did you catch know, the third no. one? It was uh, the guy behind the counter. It was uh, um, Ken Leung who played Quill in X Men Three. Yes, 
Hundred percent. The, the little th- spikes. Yes. Yeah, but it was him. But okay. this is because this is directed by Brett Ratner, the guy who directed X Men Three, the worst, probably the worst X Men movie, okay. alongside Wolverine uh, Origins. But um, yeah, he he uh, Brett Ratner's awful. But I'll get into that stuff maybe. So when I was telling when I was telling him on the drive over here, I didn't realize the first fifty times I watched this movie that when he wanted him to look at the um, that's it, the, the lottery ticket, ticket, and he wouldn't look at the lottery ticket. He was actually there to save Back the cash. Then. Yes. He wasn't there. It had nothing to do with Nick Cage's character. Right. He was there to save the other guy. And Nick Cage stepped up and got involved. And he was like, oh, you want to do this game? Let's do that. He gave him a chance, another opportunity at life. And that's when he goes, what do you, what would you want? He goes, there's nothing I want. I've got everything. And he's like, oh, okay, you asked okay, for Just it. remember, well, he, looked at the other guy, he, goes, he looked at the other guy. He goes, man, goes, you, you missed out. You missed out. Because he was there to, to yes. give him another chance at life. And he ruined it. He wasn't there for Nick Cage's character. So who is he I always thought he was there for Nick Cage's character, but he wasn't. Who is he supposed to be? He's an angel. Is he an angel? Because as they're walking down angel. the street, you see like in the buildings up above the lights, like make a cross. And he's, yeah, it's basically, this is a wonderful life. It's a retelling of it's a wonderful life in a more mm-hmm. 2000 way. Because isn't Nick Cage a, an angel in a couple of his movies? He, yeah, in City of like, Angels, for sure. Yeah, like, okay, so he's not but yeah, unaccustomed to that. So yeah, that's what he's an angel. He's offering him a glimpse is what he calls mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So then he goes back to his apartment, goes to sleep, wakes up the next day. He's in bed with I Kaleone. think he's just like stealing their lives. Hey, and hey the way he them. looks at those kids jumping on his bed, he's like, what? Oh, oh, he was he was that way look in his too, eyes. He was way it. too calm waking up in a bed with kids jumping on it. No, he I'm wasn't calm at all. He was in shock. You, would you call that shock? Yes, I don't calm, know. Calmness and shock can be the same thing. I, I dude, I would have been a hell of a lot more like, what the fuck just happened? Like you don't just. Well, he like, pretty much does. He gets his clothes on and runs out of there. Runs past her and his he in-laws. Was way, he was a hell of a lot calmer than I've ever he tries been. to go back to his old life. He woke up in beds with kids jumping up and down. Sometimes they forget to tell you that shit. Oh, yeah, because he has that little, like, sexual... Sometimes I forget to tell you that. Well, he has that sexual banter with the old woman in the beginning in the, the elevator. Hollywood, and then he goes and sees her outside. She doesn't recognize mm-hmm. him, and... Well, he pulls up in the, the van. And, I, and the that won't restart. Yeah. And Danny Elfman does the music for this, and the music in it feels like it wants to be this, like... Heartwarming family Christmas Danny Elfman family movie. Oh, it's a Christmas years. movie, but it's not. But it's not a family movie. I wouldn't say this is a family mm, it, movie. It, it, even it is because they've got too much racy stuff. You got this almost naked on woman your family in the beginning. I guess the family's. It depends on your family. It's more of a family movie than Love Actually for Christmas movies. Well, but I'll see, give you that. Yeah, understand. Like some people, some families are not so uptight about a lot of things, right? So they're very open about it, and they, you know, that's why they usually do better than these other families that are just like, oh, you can't have that sexual like tension there. Or whatever. Oh, you can't show a half-naked woman just leaving some dudes. Not in a family part- Christmas movie. Do you think Santa Claus the movie has that, or the Santa Claus? Um, yeah, I would. I would watch that. Yeah, but it's not for families. I, like again, Rodney's not showing Eternals to his kids, and I'm not showing because it. of a thrust. We're, we're going to talk about this. no, not because Tom of that. Holland I think said, "Why would you want to see Spider-Man have sex on screen?" Yes, because we're I curious. Love the fact that he said it because you're watching a comic book movie and a Marvel movie. Why would you want to see that? Because everyone's Dude, curious how Spider-Man Eternals. does it. Does he do it upside down? Hang it but from now the my wall? kids can't watch Eternals because of fucking thrusting scene by two fucking robots. It doesn't mean on anything. On the fucking beach. They're fucking robots. You don't need them to fucking Dude, mate. Your kids They're have eternal seen, robots. Your kids have seen way worse than no, that There was school. no point in putting that but, sex scene in that movie. Oh, but the fact to be the first Marvel movie to do please. it. That was the only point. You're just mad because your kids are watching more porn than you are. And they're only like, what, five? I'll fucking watch porn with you right now. How about you feel about that? I don't know. Is it about spiders? 
Spider porn? Spider porn. I don't want, I was going to Google that real quick, <laughs> but you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to Google it. Go well, ahead before you well, get attention. We, we ain't watching no praying mantis porn because that shit don't end well for the guys. It never does. <laughs> so he goes back, he goes back to the house eventually and she's kind of like heartbroken that he wasn't there for Christmas morning and she's like, you stayed up all night building the bike with the, for the kids and he's just, he's so out of it that she just never, I kind of get annoyed because it's a very 2000 thing and I'm also going to blame Brett Ranner because I hate him, but it was like, she was always too forgiving and like, oh, you goofball, like, oh, you're being, you're going through this weird shit and it's like, well, he's being very absent in a lot of cases, you know. Yeah, but but from her perspective, though, they were away. together for 13 years, and no, like, he, he woke up and like, this isn't my kids, this is my house, this is my life. Well, she, goes, cur- she goes, yeah, but she goes, you're doing that again. I'm like, wait, hold on. So he's done it before. That was yes, yes. Okay. But he was a joking kind of guy though with her, like, because when they did the anniversary thing, she was yeah. like, all right, where's my present? You always they do look this like they're truly in love. Ex- yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, like like he was happy. And in that I alternate the, reality, like from what she is, I love the fact when they went to that Christmas presentation, party, yeah. And she cracked a joke, and the part he found was funny that she was pro bono. I thought he was really laughing and joking. He goes, ha, 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 "What? You're pro bono?" Like he like like he was like, ha, 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 "What? You're pro bono?" Like he straightened right he loves the fuck money up. And yes, she's not into money. Yeah, I thought that was great. And then we had uh, Jeremy Piven also. The little girl has him. Oh, yes. I, oh, I thought okay. that was probably the highlight. Was the it was, little, dude, that bond between like, the two. you're an alien. But she oh, knew yes. when he was back, she, when he started loving him again. Mm-hmm. But she looked at him, she goes, you're an alien. Are you going to take us? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Are you going to bring my dad back? She, did she not talk like this? Yeah, she did. Yeah, it's so, Like the kid in the from future, Big then, Daddy. In the future, then you're going to get canceled by uh, somebody with an impediment for doing that. Remember the Russian stuff. Oh, wow, the Russian, yeah. So, But aliens are going to come down and fucking really go at me. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was actually a highlight of the film of having the little girl be aware and kind of, she's the one teaching him, this is where we need to go. This is what we need to do. This is what mom means when this happens. And, um, you know, he's trying to experiment and mix the, have his cake and eat it too, basically like for the anniversary, he takes her to one of the old restaurants that he knew and went to well. Um, and then he wants to get a suit that's super expensive well, and well that, yeah, that was before that, but he also took her to the, uh, one of the hotel or something like that, a real nice fancy hotel. That's where the restaurant was. Oh yeah. Then the hotel upstairs. Yeah. Like after that dinner or, yeah. or whatever. Cause he, no, he was trying to make up for how he missed, missed the anniversary kind of thing and dropped the ball there. But, and then, uh, yeah, so it's just, it's basically kind of like a new love. And then I missed the part too, though. He apparently, they, he was having a little flirt. Tasha sing with one of their uh, neighborhood family friends. That's what it seemed like for sure. Yeah, and she well, was he, always basically he asked her if something was going on, and she said like, "If you mean like, he do never we want something more to happen." She's like, "Oh yeah, for sure, you know." And that's what, I guess that was the part that I, I at some point I must have missed that part. Like he never he made never good did on it that, before. Right? No, I think it was just they had that kind of friendship where she was maybe a little more serious, and hoping he was serious. And then now that he's kind of a different mindset, like, why are we doing this if we're not doing it? And then that's where she kind of is like, oh, well, yeah, no, this is, I'm not happy in my marriage. I would definitely be with you or whatnot. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I always got dressed up because I knew you were going to be there or something. Right. Yeah. Because I, I think they, well, they probably put that in there to kind of like show you where he was going with it. Like, right. Like, you're okay. right. They gave context clues of the person he was. Mm-hmm. So like, he would make little comments, but he never followed through. Um, you know, he, uh, was obviously like you said jo- joking with her more often than that so then when he is acting weird she's like okay he's just up to something or doing whatever so yeah yeah that mm-hmm. may i guess that makes some sense because that, that's what he made a point to say later on was that he realized that he he has always been in love with her 
even like the 13 years yes. later, he's still in love oh, with yeah, her. Yeah, that's right. The other thing that started it off, too, was when he stayed late, he had a call from her mm-hmm. saying, he's like, why would she call me? I haven't talked to her in 13 years. And mm-hmm. then this all kind of happened. So she's fresh mm-hmm. in his mind when he goes back, which is probably what the angel or whatever Don Cheadle is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so he ends up falling. It's a very, very straightforward from he's falling in love is with Cheadle being in British? the family. No. I always think he's British. Sorry. I just um, so he's now like falling in love with this Sean, life. So serious. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he ends up running into his old boss mm-hmm. and starts like winning him over, showing like, hey, I, you know, the one guy that was the family guy in his old reality is now running it, but he could have made more money for them. And he's explaining like, hey, I know this. I know this. I know this about you. I know this about you. And he kind of wins over his old boss to get a chance. So, again, he can have his cake and eat it, too. Gets a new whole t- uh, apartment. Brings her to Leone to show her, like, hey, this could be where we live. And she's like, I don't want that. I like our simple life. In New Jersey. And that's where he's kind of, like. <laughs> but she's willing to give up all that stuff for him. She does she say that. I like, what's his name? So, you mentioned, um, what's his name? Carried his best friend in this. Uh, you mentioned him earlier. Jeremy Piven. A while the- ago, when Jerry Piven was going to branch off and cheat on his wife. His character, Nicholas Cage's character, straightened him out and stopped him from doing it. Mm-hmm. Now Piven's watching him with this other lady, and he's trying to straighten him out and said, dude, you know, everybody in the world that lives around us loves your wife, and any guy would break a fluke, lose an arm to be with your wife. What are you doing right now? What are you doing with this life? You, you need to appreciate what's in front of you. I love those. I love that back and forth between those yeah, two. Yeah, that was actually yeah, more, more. Friends looking out for friends in those zones. Yeah. Like setting, helping him keep direction. Although I don't think he was going to stray. And that, you know, I mean, well, you you think about the whole figuring out his it's from like quantum his, leap, but right? yeah, from his perspective, yeah, right, well, he yeah, quantum exactly. into this life that's not his, pretty but much it is like his. spot on, right? Because yeah, from his perspective, he was <laughs> he was a single bachelor moments ago, or rich, yeah, single. very wealthy, well off, and then he's thrown into this marriage world that he's got to be totally loyal. So it, it, I think it's an adjustment for him at that point, right? I mean, trying to make it work. Because mm-hmm. he, he know like, at that point, he knows that he got stuck into this by this dude because he took him for a ride in his in his Ferrari. Yes. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, that's you know? what he's telling him. It's, like, I explaining the rules of it all. All but. right, let's let's uh, let's get out, go for a walk, and we'll talk about this. <laughs> he gets out, and he just takes off. I'm like... <laughs> yes. He leaves, yeah. So how long, what was a couple months is probably what he was kind of trapped in this life and really getting used to it, right? Something it seemed like, like that. it. Yeah, because then he's playing with the do- <laughs> the his daughter. The little girl's like, oh, you're back. Well, because he's like he tells her like that he loves her, mm-hmm. and so he's long. He was there long enough to to get that like recapture the legitimate feeling. like yeah like okay this you know this is what I want I guess kind mm-hmm. of thing you know like he's definitely like this is what I gave up to do what I wanted to do type thing right I mean, right yeah the ha- thinking he had it all when he didn't know he was missing this and then the the last night when he knows he has to go back I thought that was actually kind of sad and sweet with him like you know looking over the kids staying up all night watching her trying to stay awake knowing mm-hmm. full well he's gonna wake up the next day but then when he does he loses all that and he tries to track her down to see what she wanted she had an old box they never even really explain what's in the well, box it was almost so when he goes and visits her it was almost the disconnection he had with her when he left yes so he's kind of getting it back right now and she wanted him to stay didn't stay and he's kind of getting his well, own first it's at the impo- well. Yeah, first he's talking to her. It's one. This guy's like one of the most richest people in downtown New York, and he goes to visit this girl, and his her friend helping her treats him like he's nothing, mm-hmm. which is almost it's almost a down to earth. She don't know who he is, outside right? Of he's his nothing world. to them, right? Mm-hmm. He, he didn't pull up in this Porsche that clearly handles better in the snow than any Porsche I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. fucking life. Did you did, when he turned the corners and Cheetos doing all that? I'm like, 
fuck, I want to buy a Porsche. I can't afford it. But the way this bitch is handling it in the snow. Jay, I'm going to ask you. Because there's something I wanted to ask you. Do Porsches handle like that in the snow? Oh, my God. They're they're amazing in the snow. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it the best handling vehicle? Oh, it is. Like the Are great you being sarcastic? Because I don't know. 100%. Okay, gotcha. All right. Because I was like, as far as I know, a Porsche would not handle like this. And so even though they have no, good control, and I only know from video games like Need for Speed. On dry road. <laughs> on dry road only. Okay. Actually, you take that fucker off and like about like a half an inch of snow and you're going to be all over the fucking road, even though it's got traction control and all that shit. Dude, you're fucked. Because the way he was handling that I shit. I think the was, Trans Am we rented in Florida, I just was in. Oh, top yeah. down. We put the top down in the rain. And it was, it was, the ground was wet. Oh, I, I almost was, wiped out with it just taking a t- t- We put the fast. top down in the rain because it was top down. Yeah. It was Florida. No, you, well, a lot of times you got to understand, too, that like a lot of these cars, when you get into that type of category of vehicle, you have like certain tires for certain weather. You get an all-season tire. On a lot of these cars that are like performance-minded, they do all right in different so things. So basically you're saying but, in New York with good tires, it'd be fine. Well, you'd have to have certain tires for it, but even, well, no, I mean, there's a whole lot of variables, right? Like to get great traction on on the Porsche on dry roads to get like the numbers they boast and stuff like that, you're going to have these soft rubber tires. Right. And it starts getting cold, those tires don't grab as well. And then you throw, start throwing water in there and snow and all this other shit. They start spinning and sliding and then the car ends up in a fucking snow fucking ditch and fucked up and you got to get a tow truck and they come over and they end up accidentally pulling off your fucking bumper trying to get it out and <laughs> just sliding up. Huh? Oh, sorry. Do you remember? Hey, do you remember? Speaking of bumpers and accidents, remember when I had my Mustang and I raced you down in Southwest Detroit and you, you went through that light and cheated and then I went behind you and crashed and told her my shit. You had a Mustang? I had a Mustang. I chased. I, I was going to race a Mustang? you in your Camaro and I told her my shit. I remember you having a Thunderbird. I had a fucking Mustang, and I totaled it racing you down in Southwest Detroit. It was Detroit. white or something, wasn't it? White. One? It was gray. Oh, gray, gray. It was, was a 5.0 Mustang, gray. Was? Jay, I fucking told her my shit that night because the guy ran a red light. I ran a red light to beat you because I couldn't beat your fucking shit. I ran a red light to beat you, and then if I would have never ran my red light, the guy ahead of me a mile up ran his red light, and I fucking ran into his back end. Mustang. I told her my Mustang. That was a Mustang. Yes. Really? I remember because the beads came out of the fucking thing out of the, uh, and I remember, I remember if that bag would have never came out, I would have never got hurt because the bag came out and beads shot out everywhere. It never fills the bag with the, um, I don't know how they do it now, but then it was, uh, beads filling the bag up in the airbag, but the airbag exploded and I had fucking burnt beads. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's like a ghetto airbag. It's a beanie, it's like a beanie chair. But I look like I was, I think I look like I was shot up with pellets. Huh. I had burn holes all in my, uh, both no, my arms. No, that's from the, yeah, that's from the, they use, yeah. It's the the, the seams of it, maybe? Well, it blow, it, when it shoots out, it's got to vent it, so it doesn't blow your head off the back, you know. But I had, like, little uh, little BB holes, whatever they were, all in both my arms. Just, yeah, it's an airbag coming out. It's hmm. like a gas burn a lot of people get from those, I think, you from the old that ones. Night? You were there, were you I there? remember, I, I swore it was a Thunderbird, though. I don't know, it was a four, it was a piece of shit. <laughs> Ford Thunderbird or Ford? Well, I didn't realize I owned so many fucking Fords. Mm, no, that's Dude, sorry I want to hear Bronco. that. I'm saving up money for the Bronco right now. I'm sorry to hear that too. So so am I because I don't have. Any. I know I, I wouldn't. Dude, the, baby, the, okay. the new Bronco like, baby blue, it's gorgeous, dude. I'm sorry. You know me, dude. Just remember what happened. <laughs> remember just what you just told me happened the last time you drove a Ford. <laughs> I'm not gonna run a red light. <laughs> All right, so she's she's at the <laughs> I apartment. I love our tangents. Sorry, yeah. sorry. She's at the apartment okay. and doesn't you know just wants to give him a box and. She's saying she's leaving the next day. So he ends up running to the airport, and that's where he does the reversal of the scene and gives a pretty good speech. I like the speech. Crazy. 
He came off 100% crazy. Because he starts explaining the life that they had in his fictional yeah, reality. crazy. The daughter's not going to necessarily exist. Crazy. But she fell Lunatic. for it, and that, that, ending, yeah. so, that ending shot is them just sitting in the uh, airport uh, having like, a oh, meal. Oh, that's why I remembered I love this crazy lunatic. He yeah. makes up shit in his head. Every time the snow was the like magic moment, because when he first met Don Cheadle, that was when it snowed. Mm-hmm. And then when the second time was when he was going, yep. back, was going back. And now they're at snowed. the airport, and it was snowing. So, well, so yep. what was the point of the bell? The bell? The Nothing. The girl's ringing I, the bell I like think, crazy. Oh. He rings I, it. The bell gets rang a hundred well, times in this he, movie. But was he Don rang Cheadle it supposed too. to pop up? No, that was I, a way to call him back. But, but I think up, I think that was just something he was giving him just to be like, like, hey, if you need me, go ahead, like to get him the fuck out like of the there. Black, like the uh, like the black feather that uh, uh, they give Dumbo to fly, like the crow's feather. Yeah, it's that little. So I was mad the way this movie ended. Just end it. How it just ended. Just end it because they're like, so he fights to go out to have coffee with her. She postpones. She always go buy another ticket to Paris, right? Mm-hmm. And they're having coffee in the credits roll. Yep. yep, and it just ends, which is fine. My brain filled in everything else after that. Right. Well, that's what a. That's I, think what I still remember them being together. See, that's what a good movie's supposed to do. You want, do you want to see The Family Man 2? Even more hilarious? <laughs> no, so there even, is a. Even, even more hilarious <laughs> by UPN TV. <laughs> no, there is a. Uh, <laughs> we came back just, <laughs> just, like, just, just to review. <laughs> right. <laughs> comment on two. this movie. <laughs> now, there's an article I read with, where uh, author had as, uh, p- this website, Pajiba, the guy who was talking about like the Mandela. Pajina? Pajiba. Oh, it's about the Mandela effect that he had on the movie. Uh, You've got mail. He remembered this certain ending and wrote a whole article about it because he recently watched it. He goes, this is not the ending I saw. And then people started commenting going, I remember that ending, too. I remember that. So we were like, you're crazy. There's not this did a whole research thing and found out that it was just because the movie just ends. You make up your own ending. So then I found an, another article recently was talking about like that's something that the 80s movies did very well. Actually, Malignant's one of the more recent ones we did that the movie just ends. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't happen like that anymore. They always have to have one de- de- denouement for this character and then, like, a little other thing for this. So, like... Well, there was a horror movie that did that something malignant. similar. Wait, Malignant? Malignant, was? where she just basically put the other no. person in the prison, mine prison, and then was sitting there with her sister on the floor with all the dead bodies around, and the camera just pulled out and it ended. Yeah, but I'm thinking of... No, I was thinking there was something, another one that wasn't a Nick Cage... Or, what, well, Nick This Cage. wasn't Nick Cage. Sorry, I know, I... Just brain fart. But there was another one where they would go to the murder scenes and they wouldn't show the murder, like any of the murder stuff. Like it left it for your imagination on how everybody was murdered, basically. Like that's how they did the whole thing. And and people always like, like oh, it was like, it was like the most horrific mo- horror movie ever, but it didn't actually show anything. And that, like, I, I mean, that works. Fucking movie, yeah, though. I'm curious, but. But yeah, no, that, that again, Fuck. that these movies used to end. That's the whole article basically talked about how movies in the 80s and up and through the 90s, they didn't know when it changed, but they used to just end. Yeah. And then you'd fill in your own, oh, mm-hmm. okay, you walk out and think about it. And they said it's kind of like a lost art. And I'm like, okay, well, it's something we we'll have to pay attention to going forward. In my brain, I thought they were together living in a house. I really like did. Like the camera pulled the house, out. The, and little, the, the saddest part about this whole story, that, that little, little girl, girl doesn't, the little girl doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And and no one even talks about her little baby brother. <laughs> well, he didn't do anything yet. He, he didn't Fuck say that much. Little pisser. <laughs> he didn't say much. Oh my god! Right? Fuck that little pisser. He's just standing there like fuck him, letting this kid piss all over that him. That little like, girl was the best part of this movie. She was, especially since she acknowledged that he was like a, an alien. Yes, that was the best part too. I was like, Are oh, you an alien? Are you gonna take us? Oh, dude, I was cr- I was like, oh, she's got me. I'll adopt her. I don't know. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. So, what do I do after this? Oh, well, you go over here to Big Ed's oh, I was talking about this place or whatever. I, I also remember this movie. We talk about Nick Cage moments, right? Mm-hmm. And, I saw, and I don't remember this movie having Nick Cage moments. This movie had Nick Cage moments. And Nick Cage mm-hmm. moments, whether he was dancing in the room in his underwear. Oh, yes. I, I recorded that to put on the uh, Dancing in his yeah. underwear? What other Nick Cage moments, no. Jay, you said he had? Um, when he was, I think it was when he was explaining the, uh, the, the his old boss. Mm-hmm. Like when he had the tire blah, he was there. Like he was kind of doing this hand thing. Mm-hmm. Like he was doing the crazy yeah. hand stuff to explain So to we him. had some Nick Cage movies. I thought that one of the movies that we had the but, least Nick Cage movies in would be this one. Or none at all. But I had a few in there. So yeah, let me see. We I look have, forward to those Nick Cage movies now, moments now. Yeah, we've got that. Let's see. Oh, hey, hey, this is it. The this is the other one that was the. Let's see. I'll play it with sound. Hey, are you are you smacked out of your head? Yes, that's from this movie, right? Yeah, yeah yes. that's when he's talking to the yeah. the lady he used to flirt with in the um, oh, in the elevator. Yeah, so I thought that was... Oh, I'll yeah. run in a hotel to yeah, both like, of them. Yeah. What are you... You yeah. smacked in the head. I was like, oh, yes, this is the Nick Cage, yes. That's what we... I didn't think they had those moments. I didn't remember, but now we looked at those moments. Mm-hmm. That's what I telling Jay. Now we look at this with a different eye. You see those things, right? Yeah, it takes me so long to watch these movies because I'm making notes, and then I'm mm-hmm. pausing going, oh, that was a good one. I got to go back, take a picture. If it's like a weird word on yeah. the first screen or if it's a... Uh, Interesting acting like, choice. Like a hilarious. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to for sure take a picture of that too for the uh, Instagram. But, but uh, yeah. It's a very simple, straightforward, early 2000 rom-com. Nobody ever calls this a Christmas. It's not anybody's Christmas I, movie. I've list. never seen it on any Christmas. It's a know, Christmas movie. It is. It's a Christmas But it's not story. anybody's Christmas movie. It Die is Hard Christmas. is on Christmas movie list and this one isn't. So yeah. it's just with that. Gremlins is on Yes, it. yes. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is more of a Christmas story than yeah. either one of those. Really. Yeah, 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 it's a ripoff of It's a Wonderful Life. So it's yeah, 100% yeah. a Christmas oh, movie. yeah. Um, but well, I never our, saw that, so I like this one better. All right, so our this was sort of supposed to be my turn for the movie, but Rodney kind of said it. But we're trying to get this out for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'll put it out on Christmas. So you're picking next. Uh, yeah, I get the next one. The next one's going to be Prisoners of the Ghostland. It's he, so funny. Remember he grinned at us earlier because you could tell he goes, "Well, technically it's supposed to be mine, but mine, mine, mine," and it, he bounced back that back to him again. He was excited, so mm-hmm. we knew he had. He was sitting on his yep. Prisoners of what? Prisoners of the Ghostland. Uh, Nick Cage just said it's one of the craziest movies he's ever made. More than fucking Mandy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Prisoners it, of the Ghost. Where's this, this just came out, too. So. Where's this? Where's this? Uh, it's on Shutter. So you have the you login. Have, I think I have logged yep, in. I gave you my login for that. Okay. So, But uh, that'll be our next one. So any other last thoughts on this one? No, I think it was pretty straightforward. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful life. I think that's why I didn't realize why I loved it so much, because I love It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, and this mm-hmm. is one of his, like, era of just, he was a movie star. And this is a movie, one of his movies, you know, and mm-hmm. it was nothing... Everything, again, I think 2011 is going to be our point where we're going to see some uh, acceleration of film creation. Like we said, you go on to any of these apps we've gone to and there's five to ten movies we've never heard of being recommended because we're watching so many. Oh, yeah. Which we'll get through those. But. There, I can't even tell you. Like I, th- I said four. I, I feel like everybody's jumping on our bandwagon right now, but they're doing it faster and quicker than we are. We're going to be done in fucking five years with this <laughs> shit. And nobody's going to care when we're done. But this guy's a treasure. Nash. He's got some He's national, a national treasure. treasure. Yes, and on is. that note, um, we are going back to school. Back to school. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, er, I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it. And feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.